What's up, guys? My name is Jamie Messina, and this is the Stories That We Tell podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, just so happens to be my partner, Angela. We call her Angela Lisa, or authentically Angela. And today, she's going to go through and just give us a little peek into the stories that she told herself. Um, she was a teen mom turned mom of teens. She had four children under the age of five by the time she was 22 years old and recently transitioned out of a 16-year marriage to a man to date women. So, or not just women, me, but she's going to talk a little bit about, you know, what what it was like to be a mom, a young mom like that. The stories that she told herself to keep her in a situation that she wasn't necessarily happy in. And what she went through and how she made the transition to actually be brave enough to take the next step in her life. So let's listen up, listen in, and see what Angela has to say. All right, so I have with me authentically Angela, who just so happens to also be my girlfriend. (laughs) What's up? Hey, how's it going? It's going good. It's sunny here in Minnesota today. Clear skies. Oh, nice and rainy here in Boston and cold. <laughs> um, but that's okay. Uh, so let's um, let's let's chat. Let's talk to the people. All right, sounds <laughs> good. Um, all right, so let's just give a little bit, guys. This is Angela. Obviously, I mean, if you follow us, um, you know who she is. Uh, super bright smile, nice purple hair that's now blue. It's blue now, right? Yes, it's the color it was when we met when we first started dating. Oh, well, about a year ago, I had the opportunity to um, start dating this nice blue haired woman, beautiful blue haired woman. Um, But yeah, so we let's just get started and right into it, because I know a lot of people are really inspired by your story. And um, I don't want to waste any time here. So um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about where you came from, what what you're about, like what authentically Angela, where she came from and what she's all about. Awesome. Okay. So, um, uh, wow, that's, that's general, but I, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, that's okay. So how I got to where I am, because it's all tell, right? stories we tell ourselves so I started out as a teen mom a single teen mom and very quickly realized that I was capable of making stuff happen even like with what other people would view as objections right or hardships or whatever you want to say and um, I guess that's kind of where everything started because going from a teen mom to mom of teens now. And finally, just as in like, really this week, discovering what I'm actually capable of, um, you know, at 36 years old, and this whole last year of like, new beginnings and closing other chapters and a lot of growth, which growth can be super, super hard, but it's also worth it. Um, I came up with being authentically Angela, because Truly, I actually just talked on another podcast uh, the day before yesterday, and the question was, you know, was there a moment that brought that brought all this on this whole like, keep it real, authentic. And 
um, it's funny because it has to do with Jamie. So um, I, I knew that I wanted to keep things real. I knew that there was so much more than like the filtered life and the highlight reel that we see a lot on social media um, or even on podcasts. And so I was starting on that journey, but what really, really, really kind of pushed it and made me grow into this authentic, you know, and really branding the whole authentically Angela was um, twofold for one being open and real about my divorce. And then adding like that, it was like a one, two punch, right? Adding on to that, the fact that a, a large reason for it was I was stepping into my authentic self, which included being open with my sexuality that I've known since I was little. So it, it took, um, you know, some people say brave, I don't like to say brave, I think that that, you know, like firefighters are brave, you know, mm-hmm. military members are brave. Um, but like, just knowing that my, me being uncomfortable and truly detaching from any like possible negative results for me being uncomfortable, which I'm very aware um, that I am fortunate to have come out now versus 10 or 15 or 20 or 30 or whatever years ago. So I don't want to discount that. Um, But like, going and and truly stepping into that part of my authentic self that I had not been real about was the turning point because it's you know they always say it's the thing that makes you that you're most scared of that actually makes you the most human and um yeah so that that was it that's what really pushed me into being authentic (laughs) well good for that happy for that (laughs) (laughs) but so are do you give me permission to get deep with you on this Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent on in all aspects or is there any place? Yes. No, I'm, I'm totally open because I know that, like I said, whatever might be uncomfortable or I might get nervous about or whatever I'm meant to share to help somebody else. Okay. So, um, so you got to become your authentic self and, and we both know like that's a, that's a practice every single day. You know, there's, there's new things that come up that um, you know, you, you feel inauthentic about and then we, we work through, right? But let's talk about the time from, you know, how long were you married to your to your husband? Uh, 16 years. And how long were you, you know, feeling like it was something that you didn't want to be part of anymore? Oh, for at least 10 years. Um, it really... <laughs> it's, I guess that's something I haven't clearly explained before. And not to like, just to clarify, not that I feel like I have to validate or explain my actions. It's more that like, I want to empower people by having these realizations. So I do obviously not regret anything. I have four beautiful children because of it. I've learned a lot. um, And there's been a lot of growth. And I also, I think really believed that I wouldn't ever actually have a life with another woman. Like I just, I guess it seemed really far-fetched to me. So I went along with what I thought was what I was supposed to do. Um, Not that there weren't good times. Like I'm not like gonna like lie or, you know, whatever about that. Um, But I always, and I was very open. This is a kind of a fun fact. I always would tell my now ex-husband, you know, if I wasn't with you, I'd be with a woman. Like he will attest to that. And, um, you know, we went through things that probably a lot of people go through. And unfortunately, I just never realized my worth. And I never realized that 
it wasn't about if I leave you, this is what I'm going to do. It was about, hey, I need to know that I'm worthy and capable of being whole on my own. It didn't like, I didn't always believe that I could do it on my own. So leaving just wasn't an option financially or mentally or, you know, being without a partner. I, I didn't think that that was something that I could do. So it took me, you know, at least 10 years of this struggle, these challenges to be like, oh, no, I can do I can do this on my own. Yeah. And that, that was actually going to be my next question was, you know, what kept you there for so long, you know, knowing that you wanted to make a change and you answered it perfectly without me even asking, because, <laughs> you know, we do say the stories that we tell, right? And so the story, what was the story that you were telling yourself for 10 years when you were in this situation? Yeah, the story was I wasn't good enough. Nobody else was ever going to love me. I, I have I was over 200 pounds, not that the scale defines you, um, but I was over 200 pounds from the point I got pregnant with my now 16-year-old and went up to 240, had no self-esteem, no self-worth, did not believe anybody else would ever love me, did not believe I could ever do it on my own with four children. What I visualized was something that I won't even put out in the universe anymore, but it was not good. And um, I will clarify that I didn't stay in my marriage for my children. Um, I don't believe in that. I did stay in it because I didn't see what else life could possibly be. And so what do you think, like what finally happened to help you to transition to the next stage of your life? Mm, I love that. So what happened was, I'm not sure how open you are about like the business side of things. So I'll just kind of be, you can be super open. Go for it. Okay. So we're, we're part of the, the same community. We work with the same company, uh, but we're independent business owners. And we were at, um, well, Jamie and I were both at this event. So it's kind of, fun. there's kind of a cute moment about the, the exact moment that I felt the shift. It's interesting because I believe it was that day I had also sat next to Jamie and she commented on my energy. <laughs> uh, she doesn't remember that, but I remember it vividly. Um, so uh, we were at this event and, um, you know, just to kind of, I, I do want to kind of go off topic just for a split second and say, I've been a part of a lot of companies and a lot of events, and this was so different. It wasn't about sell this and do this. It was a, literally about the inner work. And we were walking through our perfect day. And I just remember being like, I can't even visualize it. Like it's so far fetched. My life will never be like that. And just breaking down, we were talking about, um, you know, this is our perfect day and what kind of person we are. And I just, I really, I just broke. I, I realized how little self-worth I had. I realized that I didn't know how in the world I could make these things, you know, that I wanted to happen, happen. And within that breaking, um, I was able to kind of rebuild. And I actually did have somebody there with me that walked me through um, like, no, like the stories you're telling yourself that you're not a good enough mom and that you can't make things happen. These aren't true. And so with the breakdown and the rebuild within like these, how many of our, our timeframes is when I, I just went, oh my gosh, I'm leaving my marriage. Like, that's the first thing. Why am I staying in this cycle? Like this is breaking me down. And as soon as I made that decision, it was just, I tried then 
And then just a few months after that was like, no, this is happening. Like I realized, you know, a lot of times I think that we have these realizations or we want to make these decisions and we don't stick to them. It's kind of like if you've, I mean, if you're a Christian and you ever go to church and you're solid in your faith and then three days after Sunday, you're set, you suddenly forget that exhilaration that you felt. Um, it's the same thing with like going to events. Maybe you've gone to an industry generic event or a, a Tony Robbins event or whatever, and you have all these things, but then you don't put them in play. You notice a month later, you're back to your old habits. I had done that so many times in the past. And this time something in me shifted. And I believe it was that breakdown that made me be like, no, this is happening. And I just made the shift in my brain that I could do this on my own. It no longer was about, will anybody love me? Will anybody you know, ever love my children. I just knew it was about me loving me and me loving my children and providing what I wanted. And when I found the power within me, that's when I was able to make the decision no matter what. Like I didn't, I didn't know the how, I just knew that it was happening. Mm-hmm. So you, you began to believe in yourself and, and make that shift. And we both know that this is work that you put in every single day. And it's not just like, oh, you have this breakdown and build back up and all of a sudden everything's perfect and you believe in yourself and life is, um, you know, flowers and, and all that shit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) it's a lot of ups and downs and in between. So like what happened? So you made the decision and you know, what was next? The next thing was just to, to follow through and really like, like you said, every day I needed to listen to a podcast. I needed to listen to an audible, like right now, as I'm talking to you guys, I'm looking at, affirmations that I have on my wall and like filling my head every day to remind myself every day this has to happen. And honestly, the magic that happens when you make a decision, especially an uncomfortable decision, is that there's not, there's no turning back. And I didn't never wanted to turn back just to clarify, but I meant like, there's no turning back. I'm really doing this on my own. I'm really paying for all this. I'm really like, when you don't have any other decision, but to make it work, you make it work. And so I'm like a massive advocate for, you know, if you believe if your job is weighing you down, but you're concerned about bills and you're just maybe trying to take a position or something because it pays more, but then you're gonna have to sacrifice. You're gonna be miserable. Being miserable isn't worth that money. I promise if you get really uncomfortable, you will make the money that you need to make. So um, it's, I mean, it's obviously beyond money. It's like you said, it's about um, that decision internally and all the things I needed to do. Um, I feel like I lost, (laughs) (laughs) got lost a little bit there, but, um, yeah. Okay. (laughs) You didn't, you didn't get lost. It's all good. Um, so we're like, what's going on now? Like, I feel like this is really great for people to hear because I know whenever you and I share this story on social media, you know, you and I both have a lot of people that reach out to us and say, you know, I really relate to this story. Um, I'm in that place where she was or, you know, whatever it may be. And people feel like they're stuck. They feel like, you know, they're stuck for whatever reason. And, and that was you. And so I know we, we both know people aren't stuck. Like you're not a tree. I always love that. I don't know why, but you're, you're not a tree. You're not stuck where you are. Like you can, um, you can make a change and you can make things change. And so you did that, you, you decided, and that started with, from within, which we won't even get into all that, but I get super geeky into like neural pathways and how to change that and like how that can change your life. And maybe in another episode, we can talk about that. But <laughs> yeah. so you did that. And so now, like where you are, where are you at now? What are you most excited about? Like what's going on? 
Yeah. So now, uh, thank you for all that because you just put it all into perspective. You like got me back on the path. So yeah, if you're in the same situation, maybe you're trying to make the decision. I think I've said enough about like what it takes to do that. Um, but now what do you do after? So uh, it's actually only been, what has it been, two months officially now um, that the divorce has been final, everything's in place, maybe not even two, maybe one, I don't, I don't know. Um, but it was a year in the making and like, you're gonna go through the, the shit, right? Like, I'm not gonna pretend, like you make the decision that's great and everything works, just like Jamie said. Um, you're gonna go through the hard things and you you, you got to find the support in that, um, you know, people close to you. Um, it could be a coach, it could be a mentor. Um, but, but find somebody that can support you through the process, because there are hard days. Um, like, an example, just so you guys know, like, it's real, and you're human is on the day of what would have been our, I believe, 17 year anniversary. Um, I was actually at an event and had a total breakdown. And I was like, what in the world? Like, I was really conflicted about it because I didn't want the marriage, <laughs> you know, like, like, why am I upset about this date that, you know, like what is happening? But what you don't realize is even if things aren't to the forefront of your mind, or you think you've dealt with them, you know, there is a process, no matter how much you want it to be over, no matter how bad or, or good or whatever it was, there's still this grieving process that comes with growth and change and new chapters in your life. And um, it just, it, it hit me like a freight train and I didn't understand why. And what you got to know is that's okay. Like you need to honor the process and recognize the feelings, recognize the emotions, honor them, go through it and then move forward. Um, and I think that that's just something important that needs to be said because I didn't realize that. Like I was really, really, really confused and frustrated when it happened and, um, you know, questioned myself a lot. Like why in the world is this affecting me? And I just think it's important to, to understand that and then to keep moving forward. And, um, you know, at what I'm excited about now is just keep going on this path to keep filling my head with the good stuff to keep proving to myself and showing my children like what that's what's so important to me is for them to see what their mom can really do you know like I said from being a, a single teen mom to having all four being a stay-at-home mom of four at 22 years old to to all these things for them to see what what I'm capable of and also prove it to myself that's what I'm excited about. And the biggest part that happens with that one, I thinking globally, just outside of my immediate, you know, relationships is how this, you know, this podcast or me speaking out can actually impact other people who are feeling like they're stuck. Like you said, they're not, you're not, um, who are feeling like they don't know what to do, or is this really all my life is going to be, or, oh, it's too late. It's never too late either. I realize 36 could sound old or young to a lot of people. And I've also, to be transparent, gone through this, like, oh my gosh, just now at 36, I'm taking control of my life, you know, in every area, but I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what age you are. It's never too early, never too late. Um, and, and you can do it too. Yeah. And you know what you saying that um, it doesn't matter what situation you're in, whether you're single mom with four kids or, you know, single cat lady, <laughs> you, you <laughs> have you have that doubt. Everybody, it's human nature. Like, 
okay, I'm 36. What can I do now? It's too late. It's too much. It's I can't. And like everybody has that. And the fact of the matter is it's all bullshit. You know, they're some of the most successful people in the world didn't create their success until way later in life. Like, do you remember how old, how old was Julia Childs? I forget. I wish I had these facts down, but there are a lot of successful people that, you know, super old, <laughs> yeah, a lot older than we are. And those are just part of the stories that we tell ourselves to remain in a comfortable space. And you're like, but I'm not comfortable. I'm miserable. Yes, you are your misery or your unhappiness becomes comfort because that is what you are used to. It's like the first time somebody told me I was addicted to my pain, I was like, what What do you mean? Like, I hate it. And I'm like, no, I love it because it's easy. It's easy to complain. I'm used to it. Like it provides endorphins for me because I get a response from others when I complain or when I feel bad or, you know, and the uncomfortable part is recognizing you can do something and then actually doing something. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it looks like here Julia was like almost 40 when she went to Cordon Bleu. Yeah. And she had like failed failed an exam. Like, yeah, it's it's crazy when we think about all that. I love those facts. Like the fact that Michael Jordan was cut from his basketball team mm-hmm. in high school. Like just all that stuff is just proof that it's it's never too late. And we we always think like, yeah, well, good for them. Well, they were an average everyday person also that just chose to be beyond average like you're not different like I'm not different because I'm a mom of four from a suburb in Minnesota you know like I think that we get caught in that we want to validate these like poor me stories or like you said the complaining the the endorphins that we get from everybody feeding into the complaining um you know and it just stuck out to me this morning I have I'm a huge Pinterest advocate right like it's it's a great way to dream And uh, this morning, there was just a lot of quotes that popped up about, you know, are you a complainer or are you a problem solver? Like, can you go, can you see something at face value? Like, oh, teen mom. Oh, great. Teen mom's a great opportunity to get really strong. I got my own apartment. I had two jobs. I'm not extraordinary. I just made stuff happen because it needed to. And that built strength to me later on in life where I knew, no, I can make things happen. So yeah, I think taking any of your circumstances that you think are your weakness or that you're, you're, they're your hurdle and make them your strengths. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, guys, just because if right now you are that person that complains, like I think like you just brought up a thought in my head. I remember I was the worst. I was the most negative person to be around. It was always somebody else's poor me. I was waiting for Superman or Superwoman to come save me. It was never pointing a finger at myself. Like I... It got to a point, first of all, I thought it was my personality. I thought it was who I was. And then it got to a point where I was getting annoyed with myself. I couldn't even, you know, like you get annoyed with other people who are complaining. I was annoyed with myself and I had to be with myself 24 hours a day, you know, (laughs) and I didn't know that I was capable of changing. And if you brought people in my life today who didn't know me from the past, they would never in a million years think that I was that person ever. But really just eight years ago that was me. And so you are able to change that. And it's, it's not your personality. It's something that is in your head. And once you change that pattern and create a new pattern, like a whole new world opens up. I just had a whole new world go into my head. I know that she's your favorite. Yeah. She's your yeah, favorite. Fun Disney fact, princess. That is my favorite Disney princess is Princess Jasmine. <laughs> she is. That's why she likes me. Yeah. I love, I love that. Like, 
you know, like olive skin, <laughs> dark hair. <laughs> yeah. What's your yeah. who's your favorite Disney princess? Ariel. Oh. Really? Always has been. Yeah. And they all look the same. They just have different hair and skin. Tone. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I like breaking breaking this up with that. Um, yeah, I wanted to say like what sticks out in my head is newsflash even if you change and you're not that negative person all the time it can still creep in and it still happens and it's Mm. human nature and it's normal it's all about how you adjust from that right like I will tell you yesterday I felt like the morning was just inundating me with all of these things to the point where I was like okay I need to like recenter I need to take some mental health time like it happens even for people in crazy alignment like if you guys believe in the alignment stuff or even just somebody that's really positive, like there's something called toxic positivity. Like nobody's high vibe all the time. You have the right. And like, like I said before, you need to honor those emotions when you go through them because they're valid. Um, It's just about how quickly you get out of there instead of staying there and wallowing and trying to bring other people down there with you. Yeah. And some days Angela wants to kill me because I am <laughs> that she, hey, doesn't. she doesn't though. We, She's super supportive. <laughs> well, we do it to each other. You know, there's a difference about having somebody that, you know, will support you through and, um, and all that versus if you have like a group of friends where it's like, all you guys are always doing is complaining or talking about other people, which by the way, always watch the people who talk about other people to you because they're probably doing the same to you. Just little news flash about when you want to, uh, <laughs> Thin out your tribe to, to have more people who will support you in this new, better, high vibe, you know, moving forward, stepping into your power self. Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to keep this under 30 minutes because last time the recording stopped at 30 minutes. So we have five, <laughs> five more minutes and there's just okay. two, two more things that I want to cover. So number one, um, and try to keep it quick because I the, the last one's more important. Um, okay. What what are some resources like? What's your top two resources for somebody wanting to create the shift within themselves to get out of a bad situation, but they're not there yet? Maybe they want to start that mental shift and um you know the beginning steps. Like, do you have like a book, a go to book or podcast that you like to? Yes, absolutely. So two things you want to absorb anything Gabby Bernstein. I don't care if it's an audible or a podcast or whatever. The second thing is, this is super simple. Read the book, You Are a Badass by Jensen Terrell. It completely shifted me four years ago um, to the point where I was able to be on this path. It's a very simple read, but it's super powerful. And it's entertaining. I actually just told somebody earlier who was trying to, like, it's a gateway book. We'll become obsessed with personal development after that. But it's, she's super entertaining too. She's it funny. is a gateway book. That's exactly it. <laughs> it's a gateway drug to self-help. <laughs> um, okay. And so the last question I have for you is if you were to go back and talk to your, like, I don't know, 13, 14, 15-year-old self, what what story would you tell them? Or what story would you tell that 13-year-old you um, that you want them to keep with them through the next, you know, 20 years of their life until now? Oh. Okay. Well, for one, there's a great song by Pink called Conversations with My 15-Year-Old Self, I believe it is. I always get the age wrong. That's really good. Um, You know, I think I would just say just keep being you and what you think is world-changing, shifting, devastating right now is going to not mean anything in the future. Everything you do is meant to be a lesson. But, you know, I also keep in mind, I like that question because, 
I used to think a lot about it. And now I just am like, you know what? Everything happens for a reason. It's all unfolding perfectly. And you can never, you can't ever protect that 13 year old self. Um, and they don't listen anyway, as a mom of four teenagers, <laughs> they don't listen anyway, but I, that's what it would be, you know, just, just stepping into that, being yourself, be weird. You know, that's one thing my mom always still instilled in me is if somebody said something about being weird, she'd be like, that's good. It's better than just being like everybody else. Um, just embracing that and allowing, but yeah. again, how do we teach a 13 year old that, you know, yeah. allowing, you know, just let them know it's all unfolding perfectly. It's the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful is mm-hmm. exactly the way that it should be. And the sooner we recognize that, the easier life gets. <laughs> yes. Don't wait till you're 36. Yes. Or 37. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, is there anything else you'd like to share with the people listening? Uh, no, I, I, I think that's it. Thanks for having me. And thanks for the thought provoking questions. And now I just want to be on a roll. I just want to record more. <laughs> well let's do it um <laughs> all right Angela thanks for joining me hopefully I get to see your face soon um <laughs> in, in person not on um you know a video FaceTime. Yeah. yeah so there's that but um all right yeah we'll be back I'll talk to you soon all um, right bye bye <laughs> Thank you, Angela. We were super grateful to have you with us. Love hearing your story about overcoming those things from your past and how you continue to do so today. Now, if you guys are listening and you liked this episode and you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening on, it would be amazing and awesome if you could give us a five-star review. Let us know what you liked about the episode. Let us know what you like about the podcast and also give us some suggestions of what you would like to see more of so that we can continue to provide you uh, something valuable. All right, guys, we'll talk to you soon. Bye.